lie to y'all, like, I have had no motivation to do this podcast shit. But truthfully, I feel like it's only because there's so much changing in my life. So I'm just, I'm just really trying to just be still and just allow things around me to change so that I can adjust to them. But consistency is what sets me apart from other people. So I got to, you feel me? Like, and this happens to me so often where like, I will have so much momentum and then all of a sudden like, I'll go through this or not even like I'll just go through this phase, like either something will happen or I'll just really just deplete myself of all my motivation and energy. And then I'm in this mode where it's just like, damn, I really don't want to get on this podcast and tell these people about my life and be a motivational speaker when I don't really feel that shit. You feel me? So like it took a lot out of me to get down here and record this episode. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I hate that for me, but it's just like, there's so, like I said, there's so much going on that I'm trying to like catch up on, you know, and so much is changing for me in such a quick amount of time that it's just like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? But here I am. Here I am. No motivation. Still working. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, that's also I, re- I watched this interview today um, or yesterday, actually. And everybody that I watch or every interview that I watch, or every podcast that I watch lately has been preaching the same message to me. And I understand it's because I'm supposed to really drill it into my head. But the message is about consistency, 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 and promotion and marketing. All things that like I struggle with because first of all, uh, there's not enough time in the day. That's what I will say because going to work and then having to figure things out in my personal life or do what I have to do on a daily basis and then podcast and then do audit and then promote and then post reels and then post pictures and then post stories and then... That's, it's just so much that goes into running a business. So it's just, it's very easy to get overwhelmed and kind of discouraged also. And I think that's something that I really need to um, nip in the bud too, is like how easy it is for me to get discouraged, you know, because I can see something on social media. Again, social media is our biggest downfall for sure. But I can see something on social media or somebody on social media that, you know, may have a podcast or whatever, and they may be younger than me, but they got a bigger bag. They got a bigger audience. They got, you know, Things are going well for them. So it's just like, it's easy for you to be discouraged by seeing somebody else's time to shine come and you've been waiting for yours for a while. You feel me? That's all it is. But it's just, this business shit is hard. This podcast shit is hard because truthfully, like, I didn't drop an episode last week because I was just coming back from Atlanta. There was so much going on. And truthfully, I just didn't have much. I mean, I have much to say, but I just didn't know I know I talk a lot on this podcast. I know I talk a lot of shit. I know. But there do be times in my life where I don't have nothing to say. (laughs) Like, I know it's hard to believe. I know. I know. I know. But there do be times where I don't have nothing to say. And that was definitely one of those times. Like, and I was tired as hell from traveling from Atlanta. So I was just like, listen, y'all, I'm going to have to catch y'all next week. Because one, I don't have nothing to say. And I'm really just too tired. And I don't have the motivation. And Unfortunately, that spilled over into this week. I like to give myself, you know, I feel like when you have those periods of like no motivation or when you have those times where you don't feel like, you know, doing the things that you have to do, I feel like it's important to like, you know, give yourself a breather. Like, because that's low key. This is how I interpret it. It could be totally different for you, whatever. But I feel like that's your mind and your body trying to tell you like, 
chill. Like, just take a, take a breather, you know, get back into your creative bag, figure things out that you want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely allow myself time when I don't feel motivated because instead of getting frustrated with myself, because getting frustrated with yourself is only going to add to the unmotivation or add to the desire to not want to do what you actually desire to do. You feel me? So don't get upset with yourself. And that's something that has taken me a long time to learn. Like, positive ways of talking to yourself like yes i'm unmotivated yes i kind of am disappointed in myself for being unmotivated but at the same time don't get down on yourself for being unmotivated that shit happens like that's that's a part of the journey hello you signed up to be you know somebody that is on this podcast and getting it out the mud and putting her all her work in that's a part of the journey. You're going to feel moments of unmotivation. You're going to feel like people aren't listening to you. You're going to feel a whole bunch of things throughout this journey. So I'm just, I'm proud of myself because I came down here and I was like, no, bitch, you're going to record. You're going to record a podcast and you're going to say what's on your mind because you have things to say on your mind. You just don't know how to articulate them. So here I am forcing myself to get in my bag and continue the journey that I started. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Just Jay. I know that was a crazy little rant that I went on before I introduced us but welcome back guys oh my goodness um it has been two weeks since I dropped an episode this is this episode is actually kind of late I'm not even gonna lie to you but it is what it is y'all gonna love me anyway today is first of all I want to start with this today is November 11th you guys will literally hear this on November 11th so it's perfect timing I'm literally gonna record this and then upload that bitch right after but it's a November 11th <sighs> what do I have to say about this I have a lot to say the today's date is 11 11 22 super symbolic if you're into numbers you know 111122 is like crazy um, I literally was looking at my calendar last week and I seen that today was going to be the 11th and I was like, wow, that's going to be a great day. Like today is the day to manifest. Today is the day to speak positivity into your life. Don't talk about the things that you're going through personally or per se, but talk about the things that you want to happen for you. The things that you want to develop into your life. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't really take or pay attention to like the dates and the times of things like everything is symbolic about today's date like this is the time that you are supposed to manifest you are supposed to be speaking things into existence you're supposed to be writing things down doing your rituals whatever you do I'm a super super spiritual person so I believe in all of that shit I'm gonna be manifesting heavy today heavy also this is something that I'm really like proud of myself about I read this thing on Twitter right and it was like when you change the way you speak about your life, right? Does my hair look crazy? Not really, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> when, you, when you change the way you speak about your life, right? So that means not focusing on, on the negative things that happen. And you know, when you walk with a certain kind of mindset to where you know that great things are gonna happen in, in your life and you know that like positive things are coming, your life starts to change because you're you're looking at it from a different lens or a different perspective. So I think manifestation, I talk about manifestation all the time on this podcast. If you know, you motherfucking know. Because the power of the tongue and manifesting is so powerful. And I think 
that's something that you learn as you get older and you actually begin to manifest and your manifestations actually begin to be reality for you. So it takes a minute to really learn that. But today I'm be writing down everything that I want to happen for me. Don't think about what you don't want. Don't think about what you're personally going through right now because like I said, everybody goes through shit. So you may possibly be going through something very hard. Don't think about that shit because let's get into the show shall we so i have some um ask jay questions that i'm going to answer let me just get my second phone off of here so i definitely have some ask jay questions and honestly if you don't know now you know which you should know because i said this i say this all the time ask jay is a new segment that i've added to my show where you can send me anonymous questions and i can either respond to them or answer them or whatever the case may be and it's just another way of my audience to get in contact with me or get in touch with me or, you know, just to interact with me on the show, being that, you know, some a lot of my episodes are just solo episodes. So that link is in my bio. Click the link in my bio and it'll be the first link on my link tree. So I have a few messages here that I'm very, like, you know, I, I'm very excited that y'all are, you know, really tapping in with me. I think I have I think I have seven questions here so and they're kind of short but I'm gonna get into them whatever I haven't really um, looked at all of them to prepare my answers but we're just gonna go with it um, first question is I actually liked this one because I felt like it's a good question this one says should I be honest with you on here absolutely you absolutely should be i feel like you should be honest with me on any form of contact you have with me but definitely be honest with me on here this is anonymous i do not know who wrote it um it's like like i said on i think i talked about this like two episodes ago when i was explaining the concept it's literally the anonymous questions that you would submit to instagram it's like that but there's a own, its own separate personal app for it so when you click the link in my bio for the ask jay segment it will literally take you to literally like a, an anonymous box where you can just type a message and it won't say like your name or anything. So definitely be honest with me on here. Um, I think this is the perfect platform to be honest with me because I don't know who it is. And I'm, you know, I'm interested to answer questions and interested to know like, you know, what you guys want to talk about. So yeah, definitely be honest with me on here. Would you leave your significant other for a celebrity? Now, The, the the amazing good-hearted woman in me wants to say no but i've never been put in that situation so i don't know but i don't think i would because i feel like i feel like in order for me to leave somebody else for somebody first of all if you're unhappy with somebody you should definitely leave before another person is even involved but things happen so i think in order for somebody to have or in order for me to want to leave somebody else for somebody else you gotta have a lot more power than the person I'm already with. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have something about you is something that I want more than the person that I have here right now. So that says a lot. I think this question is kind of, I don't know, because I feel like people leaving your significant other for a celebrity is kind of whack. Cause it's like, most people be after what a celebrity has or what a celebrity can offer you versus what your regular ass boyfriend who works a nine to five can offer you. But they still good people. Like just because he works a nine to five and he's not a celebrity doesn't make him any less dope, you feel me? So I don't know. I don't, I'm gonna say no because I know I have a good heart and I know I'm a good woman. But at the same time, 
if you bring a bag to me, baby, I don't know what I would do. You feel me? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Okay. Let's see. Are you a backseat driver? I don't really know what this question even means. I'm assuming that, like, is my seat, like, you know how, like, some dudes be, like, the, the front seat that they be driving from, the seat be all the way in the back seat and they be leaning, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, I'm assuming that that's what you're saying. No, I'm absolutely not a backseat driver. I am very much in the front seat, very much going through the windshield because I just, I have glasses, I can't see. I just like to be, you know what I'm saying? And driving is very, very difficult for real. Like we think it's easy because we've been doing it. We've been doing it for so long, we're grown now. But driving is takes a, actually a lot of like different motor skills at one time. And we don't really pay attention to that. Like you're using your feet, you gotta use your hand for the for the gear shift and the wheel and the fucking. Let's say you wanna put the windshield wipers on, you gotta do that while you're driving. Then you gotta then you gotta roll the windows down. Then you gotta turn the music on. They, it's just a lot, okay? Driving is so overstimulating for the brain. So I'm definitely not a backseat driver, baby. What was your worst day ever? Um, my worst day ever, I would probably say, was because the day my cousin Khalid died. I think. I always say that that was one of my worst days, but I really, really feel like that might be the worst day of my life for real. Only because of just a circumstance, like, and just because we were so young when he died, we were 18, and it was just like, damn, like, we had just got to college, we was just figuring out our lives for real, our places in the world. I went, I went away to school, Messiah went away to school, Khalid went away to school, so it was like, we were all kind of trying to find our place in the world and succeed and, you know, chase after our dreams. So when that happened, it was kind of like, damn, like we had a really pivotal, amazing time for our, our growth and our individual development. And she just got too hard for him. Like that shit was, I know it was like, and days like that are days that I'll never forget. You know, like I could tell you beginning to end how that entire day played out like I, it's something that'll always be in my brain so i think that was definitely one of my worst days ever just because i lost my brother for real do you have a middle name i do have a middle name i actually have two middle names so i have my first name which is ajayla my two middle names and then my last name so my name is pretty fucking long thanks to my parents but it's cool because i love it um my middle name is actually my mother's entire name my, my mother's entire name is in my in my name actually her my mom's name is ebony so i'll give you the first part of my middle name but i will not give you a second because bitch i'll leave my government out here but i do have a middle name um hold on i think i skipped one no i didn't what's in your spotify top songs so i don't use spotify well, I do use it for my podcast and I have one of my friends, Jada. She loves the fuck out of some Spotify. So I have it for like her, but I use Apple Music. I'm an Apple Music baby. So I'm going to give you, I'll give you the top, I don't want to say 10 because I, that's, that's a lot for me. And actually, I'm going to give you the top five songs that I've been listening to consistently okay let's 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 do this okay first of all her loss the album by drake and 21 savage immaculate first song from that album i'm gonna say broke boys because i love that song 
then Treacherous Twin. So I'm gonna give two to them. Third song would have to be Wake It Up by Blast and Bino. I don't know his name, baby. But my Blast definitely would have to be third. Fourth, I'm gonna go with hmm, Stone Cold by Des Dior and Mariah the Scientist, because I love that song. Fifth and sixth, because I'm gonna give you two for this. Actually, yeah, fifth and sixth. Fifth would be Waterfall Flow by Lil Baby. What? Lil Baby did not come to play on that album. And the last song that's in my rotation right now would be Him by G Herbo. Child, I'm gonna tell you, my phone got bangers in it. I'm not joking. No, but yeah, that is, those are the top songs on my Spotify play, I mean, my Apple playlist. I feel like I answered this question already. Okay, this is not really a question. This is kind of a statement that somebody put in here. And I don't really like this statement because it's kind of controversial. Not controversial, just the topic is kind of controversial, especially right now with everything that's been going on. But we can definitely talk about it. Um, it says, Kanye is the best with an angry face. Change my mind. Um, this is all I'm going to say about the Kanye situation. And then I'm going to move on with my life. <laughs> because unless he's at my mailbox with some Yeezys, I don't really got much to say, baby. This is how I feel about the Kanye situation. I think the interview that he did on Drink Champs with Nori Yeager was very ignorant. I think he said a lot of things that didn't even need to be said or shouldn't have been said out of respect for a lot of people. Um, I don't even really think Nori Yeager needed to do that interview with him because he's had amazing people. Don't get me wrong, Kanye has done a lot for the music industry, fashion world, all of that. So Kanye is an amazing, talented individual. But Nori Yeager didn't really need to go that route because he's had so many other great people on his show. Like that Kanye episode could have been skipped. Could have been something that was just in the archives that they play on the, you know what I'm saying? On the low when they're in the, in the, in the studio, you feel me? Because I feel like Kanye said, I did not watch it. I did not watch it. And you, y'all already know I love me some drink champs, but I just think all of the things that Kanye has done in the media as of lately rubs me the wrong way about him. I, I feel like the whole him posting his messages with Kim when they were going through their divorce or whatever was going on and he was just putting her business out there and harassing Pete Davidson. I just think that was too much for real. And I think when you lose somebody, I talked about this on the show last season, but when, when it was first going on, when you lose somebody and they move on from you, you have no right to shame that person or guilt that person or harass that person into trying to be with you again. You don't have that right as a human being on this earth. That woman is allowed to move on from her past mistakes or her past situationships or yeah, situ I said situationships. I meant to say situations and relationships, but whatever from her past and just move on. She has that human right as a woman. So for you to be sitting on Instagram, knowing that you are a powerful, influential figure in the world, and so is your ex-wife, and so are all your children who are on social media and who could potentially see what you're posting. I don't like that. I just think he's not really thinking too logically with the things that he does. That's just me. So when that Drink Champs um, video came out, I didn't watch it. I did not watch it. I did not have no motivation to watch it. And yet, like I said, I love Drink Champs. I will watch Nori Yeager talk to people all day because he's very, very good at it and he knows his musical shit. 
But that Kanye shit, I couldn't get hit with it. I just, I knew that it was going to rub me the wrong way after seeing the clips online and all that shit. Listen, the one thing, this is the one clip that I did see from that interview. And this is the one thing that I will say that I do not fuck with. He sat on there and he said that George Floyd was not killed by that police officer. That's all it took for me to be done with him forever, for real. Because don't do that. First of all, you're spreading false information, which is absolutely false because that's not how it went down. That man did kill him. So don't even go there. Number two, why are you talking about that when that was such a major historical event in American history? That is something that we will all never forget because that was major protest time, riot time. Like we was really in the streets protesting after that shit happened. So don't sit here on social media and on a really huge platform saying false things because that affects the black community. We was all affected when George Floyd died. Like that was my father pretty much. Like I really felt a certain type of way when he died. So don't sit here and spread shit that's not true when we all seen it unfold. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like that's very disrespectful to say to his daughter who could potentially see that clip one day when she's older or George Floyd's family. That's very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. And you are a man of immense power. You got to understand that the things that you say sometimes either don't need to be said or are very ignorant. It's your responsibility to be on top of everything that's coming out of your mouth. And I think that was very irresponsible and very disrespectful, like I said. So then whatever he said about the Jews, like I said, I didn't watch the whole, I didn't watch the interview at all. But I seen there was a lot of clips going around on social media that he really offended a lot of people. And the first people that he apologized to were the Jews. You are a black man. First thing that should have came out your mouth after you figured out people were not fucking with that interview. Listen, I'm so sorry to the black community. George Floyd, rest in peace. I should have never said that. Like, you are all over the place. Like, and I get it. He's going through mad stuff or whatever the case may be. You never know nobody's story. I'm not judging you. But at the end of the day, there's certain things that you need to leave alone. And that George Floyd case was 100% one of the things you should have left alone. Because I would have never went on. I don't, I don't give a fuck what my viewpoint was. I don't care if I really thought that that man killed him or whatever. I'm not getting on no public platform saying that. Because that's going to hurt a lot of people. Who, Because if you really think about it, there's a lot of us out here who whose fathers, uncles, brothers going to work or going outside. And they're not making it back because they have an interaction with the police and things go south. Very disrespectful, very distasteful. I wasn't a fan. So, back to the Kanye is the best change my mind shit. Your mind is your mind. My mind is mine. So whatever you think about him is whatever you think about him. That's on you, baby. I'll, yes, I will still be wearing my Yeezy slides and my foam runners. Yes, I will because they are comfortable and I pay good money for them. Don't get me wrong. Yeezy is an amazing brand that he's monopolized off of as he fucking should. But everything that is coming to him with Adidas. I seen this meme yesterday. I don't know if it's true or not, but where Adidas is like, they're still going to sell the um, Yeezy brand, just not call it Yeezy. Listen, that's all backlash from whatever you got on this public platform and said out of your mouth at, with no consideration for how other people are going to feel. You, you're always going to have consequences. So whatever happens with that Adidas Yeezy deal, ain't on me, but I will be wearing them, baby. Sending you much love, Kanye West. That's all I have to say. But, yeah, 
keep sending me your questions. Um, I'm going to post the Ask Jay video that I have consistently. So keep sending me your questions. Keep sending me your conversation starters. Because see, that whole Kanye West thing just turned into a whole different conversation. So I fuck with it. I love that y'all, you know, are curious to know certain things. I love that y'all are interested to hear my viewpoint on certain things. That makes me feel good. So yeah, keep going with it. Let's talk about my trip to Atlanta. Um, first of all, I had a time, baby. I had a good time. I slept good. My Airbnb was amazing. It was so beautiful. I saw, I spent a lot of time with one of my girlfriends out there, Jordan, who is a queen. Excuse me. A queen, baby. If you see this, I love you very much. Um, she is one of those people where, you know, where you say, or, or they say that you can meet somebody in three months who will show you more things than somebody that you've known in three years or show you more love than somebody you've known in three years. She's the epitome of that. I think everybody that I've met in Atlanta has really stapled that statement for me because I have so much love. Damn, I'm tired, but I have so much love when I go out there that I'm surrounded by great people and it was just, a, it was a good trip. Um, I think, I will say this, every time that I go out there recently was what I'm realizing, right? The last two, two of the three times that I've gone out there, I have gone through something while I was out there. Nothing too major, nothing detrimental, nothing traumatic for real, but something happens to me when I'm in Atlanta every single time that's like, it's almost like it's God's way of saying, see, wherever you go, you're gonna have problems. Now sit your ass down, Oh, shouldn't curse. Sit down <laughs> and weigh your options and figure this out while you're by yourself in isolation. Because when I, like I said, I was by myself out there, so I didn't have my family running around. I didn't have anybody in my house. So sit down and figure this problem out because this is how it's going to be when you move here and you are faced with problems and you're here by yourself. I, I Listen, honestly, I've gotten so good at understanding the lessons that I'm supposed to learn in certain situations that... It's almost so beautiful, like for real, like something will happen to me and I'll literally, I may not know it in the moment when it hurts me, but I will literally sit down, right? And I will be, or I'll be laying in bed or something and I'll be thinking like, okay, what was the point of that? Because nothing happens for no reason. So what was the lesson I was supposed to learn? And sometimes I'll literally be laying in bed and it'll click to me automatically like, oh, that was the reason for that. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to take that lesson and apply it to this one. You feel me? So I'm very good at understanding why certain things happen to me. So I'm grateful for I'm grateful for the fact that I can even be able to travel when I want to or when I decide to. I'm grateful for the connections that I have out there. I'm grateful for the, for the conversations that I've had when I was there and when I you know what I'm saying so much has happened since I left to go to Atlanta till now that it's just like I'm so grateful for everything, you know, but it's just happening so fast. So it's taking me a minute to catch up, but I'll definitely be Gucci. Can I tell you this story, though? This is a very, very sad story. So I was in Atlanta, right? And maybe it had to be like my third or fourth day there. I don't really remember. I was sleeping. I slept till like 1 p.m., right? I got up. I'm feeling good. I got some good sleep. Mind you, I don't have nothing to do. So I'm like, whatever. Let me just sleep. I wake up to a text from my dad, right? And he's like, hey, you know, good morning. Like, I'm so sorry to hear about takeoff. Like, I know you really liked them. Now, knowing the 
trauma that I've had to endure around the artists that I love, immediately I was like, no way. No, he's not about to tell me that this guy died. And that's so why I texted my dad back and I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Clear it up right now before I get angry, right? So mind you, I had just opened my eyes. I hadn't gone on social media, nothing. So I went on Instagram and lo and behold, Takeoff from the Migos was shot and killed in Houston on Halloween night. Mind you, the night before, it was on Halloween night. So I was out with my friends for Halloween. We had a good time. I was Jesse from Toy Story. Jordan was Little Red Riding Hood. Um, it was good. We had a good ass time. That's why I was so tired and that's why I was sleeping. So it's just so crazy how you could be having such a good time, right? And then somewhere else, somewhere in the world, somebody's dying. You know what I'm saying? It's just so weird how the world and life works. But rest in peace to my 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 nigga Takeoff, man. Like, it's so sad because if you are a real Migos fan, you know. You know. I think his funeral was actually today. That's so crazy. But if you're a Migos fan, you know, like, how sad this is for real. Like, they had gone their separate ways. Offset was doing his own thing. Quavo and Takeoff have been doing their own thing for a while. You know, they had some momentum going. And I think deep down in all of our hearts, we all wanted to see that Migos rejoice. We all wanted to see that reunion between all three of them. And it's just never in a million years that I think this was going to be how the Migos story ended. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're such a pivotal group in hip-hop and rap culture today like they are the blueprint for a lot of people and they're so young they take off was 28 like they're so young having their way with a lot of this shit because they put in a lot of work and a lot of time to build the lives that they wanted to build and it's so crazy because a week before he died um Noriega had Quavo and Takeoff on Drink Champs and great episode highly recommend watching it in the episode Takeoff had said you know, it's time to give me my flowers. Like, I've been, I, basically, like, I've been working for a, long enough now. I want my flowers. I don't want them when I'm gone. And a week later, he died. It's just... Life has a crazy way of just waking up a lot of people, you know? And it's so crazy because he literally died November 1st. Or, I don't know if he died on Halloween before 12 o'clock. I don't know. Or if it was November 1st, but November in general has a very just a very dark spirit around it you know what i'm saying young dolph died in november last year i think king king Von died in november didn't he no i don't think so i don't know but a lot of artists have died in the month of november and it's so scary and it's so crazy my cousin khalid died in november my cousin scooter died in november like november is a very hard month for me already so like i just feel bad for Offset, Quavo, the whole family, every single Migos fan out there, I feel for you. Like, I, man, that was, I never thought that was going to happen. And there's so many different conspiracies around the story and what happened. And I just hate that part of it because they did that to PMP's, PMB's girlfriend. PMB Rock just recently passed away as well. Like, we can't even grieve that because... There's already somebody else that's gone, but they put PNB Rock's girlfriend on the stand and was crucifying her because they felt like she had something to do with it. And I think that is so wrong because I know that that's what they 
not what they're gonna do to Quavo, but they they kind of you know there's already so many different speculations on what happened when you know him and Quavo were playing dice or whatever you know what I'm saying there's so many different speculations and I just think when somebody dies you got to give people around them the time to really grieve don't fucking accuse me of doing nothing to my family member or my homie that you know I wouldn't do and that's out of my character you know so I just think the world is a cruel place and I wish that people got the time to grieve in peace without social media and without being in the public eye so I really feel for them I really really do um Shout out to Offset and Quavo. Three lessons that I've learned about like life in general, but like, yeah, like life in general. Cause I feel like I'm learning so much throughout my life, right? But there are a lot of things that I've known already, but I'm really solidifying and learning right now, right? So one of them would probably be your trauma or your problems are not an excuse to treat people poorly. Especially people that are there for you with your trauma and your problems. Don't use those problems as a reason to why you why it's okay for you to treat people poorly. Like, I hate when somebody does something to me and it's like, oh, it's because I'm going through this, 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 this. And it's like, don't get me wrong, I understand, things happen. I'm not passing no judgment. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Things happen. So it's 100% rightfully so for your behavior to be influenced by the things that you're going through. Totally understandable. I used to be that kind of person. Like, I would do things to people and it would be like, oh, well, it was just because I was feeling this or I have this going on. Once I grew up and I realized, like, that's not okay, like, Yes, I understand you could be going through the hardest time of your life. That's not a reason for you to shit on people that have been there for you, you know? So it's just, that's one thing that I've learned. Don't use your problems or your issues as an excuse as to why you treat people the way that you do. It's our responsibility for to be a good person and to be real. There's no reward for being real. You're just supposed to be. So that's a Jake Critch lyric. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for real, like... I don't fuck with that shit. Leave more room for things to not go according to plan. Let's talk about it. I think for me, right, there's that saying that says, um, how does it go? Hope for the best, but expect the worst or hope for the best or hope for the best, but prepare for the worst or something along those lines. A hundred percent. Hope for the best but always prepare for the worst and leave extra room for the worst case scenario to possibly happen. Because I think when you go into something, right, and you have such high hopes and you're so prepared for, sorry, when you go into something and you have such high hopes and you're prepared for things to go right, right, and they don't, that has the potential to really be detrimental for you or really affect you in a really big way because that wasn't what you prepared for. So if you prepare yourself for the best, but also keep in the back of your mind that there's a potential possibility that this will not happen or this will not go how I really want it to go, you leave more room for error. And I think leaving more room for error leaves more room for you to like, you know, for things to go south and for you to be like, okay, whatever, you know what, next thing. Definitely um, think that my trip to Atlanta um, just taught me more about that. Like, just be prepared for everything. And don't 
put all your eggs in one basket, you know? Third thing would be always speak on any issues you have instead of holding it in. I'm one of those people where I probably won't tell you what you did to hurt me. I probably will just fall back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Until, uh, but also this is what I realized that is the problem with that. Some people see that you fell back and it's just like, well, she's acting weird as fuck. So I'm not going to fuck with her. No, me falling back stems off of your behavior towards me or your treatment towards me. Not everybody's going to put two and two together and be like, oh my God, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? So instead of just like holding it in and just isolating yourself, which is something that I'm actively changing about my behavior because I used to be the person, bro, you pissed me off or make me feel a type of way or anything, I'm ghosting you or I'm shutting down because I just don't, I used to not really care to explain myself to people because it's like at this point we are grown as fuck, you know exactly what the fuck you be doing to me, you feel me? But truthfully, sometimes you got to tell a motherfucker a few times about where they got you fucked up at for them to really understand. That's it. That's all. So if something bothers you, speak up about it. Tell them about themselves. Try to be nice, but if you don't got nothing nice to say, baby, say it for what it is because don't keep that shit to yourself. Don't do it because telling somebody your issue is much more better is much better than them not under not knowing what's wrong or you just falling back and not really fucking with them because now you still got that shit on your heart but you ain't said nothing and now you falling back but they not really catching on to you falling back so now you mad that they not peeping that you falling back and you also mad that they you know what i'm saying like bro just say what the fuck you gotta say that's all i gotta tell you about it people will really tell you about themselves through their actions Ooh, that right there is a bar all you have to do is observe people and observe people in different situations also like with me i want to see what a nigga acts like when he's broke i want to see what he acts like when he rich as hell i want to see what he acts like when he's tired what he acts like when you know shit hits the fan i want to see what he acts like when he's in a time crunch or when he just don't you know what i'm saying like I want to see you in every possible situation so I know how you move it. Because people will tell you a lot about themselves through how they act. Sometimes niggas will talk, 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 have so much to say, but no actions to show for it. That's why I think people will tell you a lot about themselves through their actions. Because if your actions don't match up to what you're saying to me, you don't really give a fuck about it. You know what I'm saying? So... Child, all you gotta do is just listen. All you gotta do is sit back and just observe people and see how they rocking and how they moving and it'll tell you everything you need to know. They will, people's actions and your observations of their actions will tell you more than, will tell you more that you, will tell you what you need to know more than that person actually physically telling you about themselves. Telling you. Child, I'm a people watcher. I am 100% a people watcher. I, I read energies. I know, it's, oh my God, it's, it's almost like I'm a, energy whisperer if you will because like i know much i can walk into a room i can tell you who's sad i can tell you who's had a bad day i can tell who needs to be talked to because i gravitate more to the people who you know need somebody to talk to for real so if i walk into a room and i could tell that your aura is a little lower than what it normally is what's up how you doing gang like what's up tell me how you been how you been let me tell you how i've been tell me how you be feel me like i'm good at noticing a lot of things about people and i'm also very 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 observant sometimes a little too observant because sometimes i will observe something and it'll completely throw me off and it'll completely be like oh hell no nah, i ain't fuck with this guy again or i ain't fuck with her again like 
Because people really tell you about a lot about themselves through their actions. I think a lot of people choose to ignore that too. But you know that that nigga shows you that he ain't really fuck with you like that. But you just chose to ignore it. But it's cool, baby. Do what you do. I don't, I, shit, I ain't judging you. But I'm just saying. You know? I think... Also, another thing that I've learned... I think I'm just going to speak about all the things that I've learned through my trip from Atlanta and through me coming home. You got to meet people where they are. Wherever they are in life is where you have to meet them at. When I say that, I mean this. Like, let's say I have met some of the most important people in my lives while I was in my mess. They say that you don't meet people in your best, you, eat them, you meet them in your mess. Meaning in like your state of not being all the way put together or, you know, things may be falling apart for you. And that's when you meet the best people. I think that is totally true because I have met some of the greatest people when I was not even feeling like my best self. You have to meet people where they are in life. If you are interacting with somebody and they're going through a really, really rough time, you have to meet them there because they are not able to meet you anywhere else so i think it's a matter of knowing the relationships that you have with certain people right but also allowing them to be wherever they are in life you can't rush somebody who's sad and who's depressed into being happy you can't rush somebody who's you know broke and trying to get it out the mud and working on their craft into being successful you cannot rush either you can't rush none of that so if somebody is coming to you and they are in a point in their lives that's different from you or they're at a point in their lives that, you know, you're just not at, you have to meet them where they are. You cannot change people. You cannot change how people think, how people do things. You can't change people. So buckle down. If this is something that you really care about, put your seatbelt on and ride that ride with them to get to where they're going. Because I think sometimes we will meet people and we automatically want them to be everything that we want them to be. Like, oh, I want him to be this, 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 and that, right? But he's in a different place in his life. And he's not really willing, he's not really, can't really focus on that. So you have to meet him where he is. Don't discredit him for not being where you want him to be or doing the things that you would want him to do, but meet him where he is. I think we're very controlling in our relationships with people also that like everything has to be how we exactly want it and that is so unrealistic and also people wake up every day are in a, in our di in a different headspace hello we're human so like meet people where they are that's all i'm gonna say about it meet people where they are and allow them to be where they are until it's time for them to go to the next destination next topic also I say meet people where they are, but also, I think, I was about to say as women, but truthfully, as people, we have to become better at determining who to let go of and who to be patient with. Because you may meet a man and he may be going through something very, very, not, I was, not drastic, but he may be going through a very pivotal healing point in his life right so he can't really be everything that you need him to be he can't really show up for you the way he would want to or the way that you would want him to 
because he has his own things going on. You have to determine, do I be patient with this person and, you know, heal with him, you know, because like there, I personally feel like if you are in a relationship with somebody and they happen to go through something really, really traumatic for them or really, really hard for them. And they are at a point that they are fragile and they're just not themselves. Meet them right here. Meet them right where they are and heal with them. I feel like every everybody's going to be healing for the rest of their lives from a lot of different shit. What you healing from is not going to be the same thing as I'm healing from. So while he's healing from whatever the fuck is hurting him, you heal from the shit that you got to heal from. And y'all grow together to be who y'all really want to be. Learn to pick and choose who you feel like is deserving of your effort and your time and your feelings and be patient with them. Allow them to be whoever they are in this lifetime or allow, not even in this lifetime. Allow them to be whoever they are in this moment. In this moment, I may be very, very sad and very unmotivated. And in the moment tomorrow, I might be very happy and very loving. Cherish me in each and every one of my moments. Be patient with me in each and every one of my moments. You got to figure out who to be patient with and who to let go of. Because sometimes people know that you are a patient person and they'll play around in your face, right? Or they'll manipulate you and just string you along and keep you around for as long as they possibly can without really doing the work that requires or the work that is required for somebody to be patient with you. Those are the people you need to let go of because... They're not really doing no real work for real. But determining that is so hard. And I think you're going to go through a lot of, or a few, you know, failed misinterpret or failed, failed interpretations before you can really understand. Like now at this point in my life, like I can meet somebody and I can look at them and I can feel their aura and feel their energy and decide if this is somebody that I'm just going to, you know, kick away for right now or this is somebody that I'm going to be patient with and allowed to be in my life for as long as I want them to. You know what I'm saying? That takes a lot of skill. And you're also going to have to meet a lot of people and, you know, interact with a lot of different spirits and a lot of energies and a lot of just all of that. But definitely meet people where they are and allow them to allow them to go through however long of a process that they need to go through if that's who you choose to be patient with. If that's not who you choose to be patient with, let them go. And I'm, I think... Whoever you decide to let go of, stand on that. Stand on it. But that's all that I have. Oh, wait, I should have kept that on. That's all that I have to speak on today. I think, see, this is what I'm saying. This goes back to my initial point of feeling unmotivated. Now that I recorded the episode, right, and I had a long conversation with y'all, I, f I keep looking here at this phone and I, I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, okay? I'm so sorry. But I was I came down here and I felt unmotivated, didn't really want to record, and I recorded and now I feel okay. I feel better, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's I had so much that I wanted to say, I just didn't know which way or I didn't know wh when I wanted to say it, you know what I'm saying? And there are some days where I just want to be silent. It's not even that I don't have anything to say. I just don't want to. I want to be silent. I want to be still. I want to be, you know what I'm saying? But this is a great episode. Thank y'all for another one. I am back. I know y'all missed me last week. I'm so sorry. I just couldn't do it. Your girl needed a break, okay? I, listen, I, I'm one that is going to admit when they need a break or when they tired. 
I'm that girl. But we back and we better. We're going to keep the momentum going to the end of the season. Um, we have a great season coming up. I have some really good collaborations. I'm just having a really, really hard time releasing my collaborations because of just the certain quality of things. Like, don't get me wrong, the sound is is great on, on everything that I'm talking about. I'm, I mean, like, the lighting. Like, I want... Like, right now, my lighting is perfect for me. Like, because I'm the only one in here. But... I have a few collaborations where like the lighting might be off here or like the, you know what I'm saying? Or my hair might be crazy here or this person might be, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just such a perfectionist that I want whatever I release to really be fire and to really be what I, what I set out for it to be. So I'm just going through a minor, a little hiccups here and there, but I will get the collaborations out to you guys. I will get the Atlanta vlog out to you guys very, very soon. Give me a minute. Okay. Um, we got Thanksgiving coming up. We have a lot of, it's, it's holiday season, baby. It's November 11th. We have to manifest and speak the things that we want to happen for us into existence today, right now. Get your rituals going, write it down, do whatever you got to do, but manifest, manifest, manifest. I wish y'all nothing but love, positivity, and light. Love y'all. See you next week. Mm -hmm.